the name of Jesus. Let, let this thing be done right now, God. God, as Charles and his flesh decrease, God, I want the Spirit of God to rest up even the more, God. God, let your Spirit continue to move in this place, God. God, as your glory has come and filled this place, God, we thank you, God, that you're doing it, God. God, we thank you for the strength for the journey, God. God, we thank you for the, the vision to keep moving forward in you, God. We thank you right now for hearing from you. God, in knowing which way to go, God, we thank you, God. God, we honor you in this city. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God for y'all today. God, we thank God for the bishop and the, the lady of this house. the 19th chapter and when you get it let us stand for the reading of God's word make sure y'all got that first king that's in the Old Testament the first in the 19th chapter first king in 19 and for your notes saying I will be coming from the whole chapter for notes saying I may not read everything, but for your notes, make sure you know I'm coming from the whole chapter, not just one scripture. Amen. And I'm going to be reading from the King James Version this morning. Amen. Amen. And it reads such, and Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. <laughs> I'm going to stay right there for a minute. And Ahab told Jezebel Come on. all what Elijah had done. Uh -huh. 
y'all, I, I, I tried to read this, but I, I, I want to just go ahead and take off. But he had told him what he had done and how he had slain all the prophets with a sword. Yes. And Jezebel, in her feelings, sent the messenger unto him, saying, let the gods do to me and more so. If this time by tomorrow I don't have your life. Oh. I'm paraphrasing right now. And something arose up in Elijah, and he took off running. He ran unto Beersheba, which belongeth unto Judah, and left his servant there. Mm. Sometimes you got to leave some people when you need to hear from the Lord. Lord Jesus, y'all got to catch that. And he said he went unto Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, which belonged unto praise. I left my servant there. Sometimes you got to leave some things at your praise and take it into your worship. Jesus. Jesus. Did you catch that? Some things you got to leave in your praise because you can't take what you had in your praise into your worship. That's right. If y'all understand what these mean, you will catch it. If you want to sit down, sit down, because I'm, I'm, I'm just ready to go there. And he and he left them there, but himself, he was another day's journey. And he went and sat down under a jumper tree. Let me put a pen right there. If you understand what it means during that time, it was about what the Canaanites believed as being something of prosperity, wealth, and all of these things. But if you understand what God used it for, he used it for angelic protection at that time. Because in the word of God, he said when he fell there, and he felt like he felt, he went asleep. Yes. But an angel, what, came upon him and said, wake up and eat. Y'all catching that? Sometimes when you go in a journey and you get along, your protection that you can always see is there. So that comes to tell you when I get to the place of the of the jumper tree, well, a place where people believe it would be one thing, but God is using it for something else. So we got to understand it. And the only way that I can truly still be blessed, I had to be what? In line with God. Y'all catch that. Only way that I can still have that what? Protection is I mean what? Still in line with even though my emotions is trying to take me over, my spirit man stayed in line with what God was saying. So as he fell asleep in the sin, under this street, and he told them, arise and go sleep. But before he fell asleep, and this is all of us, and if you don't raise your hand, the Holy Ghost is going to convict you anyway. <laughs> so this is all of us. As we got to that day's journey, and we felt tired, we felt disgusted. We felt frustrated. We got tired of these people. Yes. And he said, Lord, just let it take my life. I'm done. I done worked all these years. I done been in the vineyard. I have served you when everybody had turned their back on you. I remained faithful when your people that you had chosen had stopped worshiping you and continued to worship idols and continue to do all this pagan stuff. I 
stayed faithful to you. God, I slayed the false prophets for your name. I did all this. God, we had rain come to a place where there was a drought out. And I did all this because I remained faithful and obedient. And here you go, an assassin comes to kill me. I'm just tired and I just don't want to go on no more. Just take me now because I want to go with my people. God, I want to be with you. I'm tired of all these folks and all the stuff that they do against me. I'm tired of the arrows that they send upon me to attack me. I'm tired of my emotions. Get me into a place of depression. God, I just don't want to go on no more. God, I'm tired. Sometimes when you're frustrated, you don't begin to think straight. You get in your flesh and you forget about how faithful you got to be to God. You forget about that there are people behind you that you got to lead into a little You forget about it and just want to die. The Lord knows what's ahead of you. So he lets you get so say that in word. I'm tired of them. Let's be real. Let's be real. And tired and sick. You said you're sick and tired and tired and sick of these folks. Ah, but you got to remember that we got to go into a place. He sent them to a mountain. Instead of him fully fulfilling what he did, he went into a cave. He went into a dark place. And see, some people don't understand in the dark what God can do. Lady Johnson in Sunday school was beginning to talk about the seeds that you have sowed. That you shall reap the harvest of it. I'm asking on top of that. Because we take that one seed, and he's reminding you of this that one seed produces harvest. So just because you sow that one seed does not mean you get that one seed back. You get what that seed produces. Right. Did y'all catch that? 
y'all pay attention, y'all should have wrote that one down. So in the dark place, where every seed has to go, whether it's of good or rather of the corruption, a seed goes in a dark place. Even when you try to grow it in a jar, you can't put it in the sunlight at the first stage just yet. You must allow it to take root and then put it in sunlight. So, as Elijah is in this cave, the Lord asks, what are you doing here? Jesus. Can I bring it home for y'all, some of y'all? Some of y'all looking a little complex about the situation. So, some of y'all took a temporary job. <laughs> and you both been there temporary for a season. Come on, sir. And you still stuck there. And the Lord has came to you many times in prayer. Yes. The man and the woman of God has told you to step out on faith and stay there. <laughs> I hear from God this morning. Let's come to remind y'all this is your last and final warning. Step out on faith. You have been stuck in the temporary situation too long. My God. Hear the word of the Lord. When he says move, move. If you don't move, Everything that's coming uh -huh. yes, sir. to that job is going to hit your house. Yes, sir. And this is one of the things because of your disobedience, it hit your house when it didn't need to. Right. My God. Amen, wall. Amen, Amen. plant. Because y'all quiet up in here. Jesus. He said this was your final warning. This is a time. To step out on faith. When the land looks like it cannot produce no more. And everything seems to be dried up. The Lord is telling you to plant. And everything scientifically. And everything in reality tells you. It's not going to work. But the Lord says to step out on faith. See, y'all won't be on my notes because this was not in my notes, but this is in y'all atmosphere. So I'm going to address whatever was in that atmosphere because I ain't going to go home and get Jesus. <laughs> Step out on your faith. If you look back in the, the in first Kings, the 18th chapter, when Elijah showed them who is the true and living God, he had to stand on faith. He had faith that his God would answer by fire. And it did not just end there. He believed that God would bring what rain back into the land. You got to understand that. And when he brought rain back into the land, what did he do to all the false prophets in the land? Come on, church. I know y'all. 
the read the Bible as long as y'all been living. So what happened to all the prophets? Elijah slain himself. All the prophets. I'm going to need y'all to study just a little bit more. And every one of y'all who went to, to Israel with us should have answered that question. Because we went unto Mount Carmel when he did the slaying of all the false prophets. So I, 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 I shouldn't hear a quiet church in here. Oh my God, y'all stirring up Sunday. Y'all shouldn't, shouldn't have asked to be stirred up. Because here is a thing. If we've been talking about we've been tired, but we ain't tired, but we ain't been feeling ourselves with the right thing, how can we continue on the journey when he says go forward? See, here is the thing. Y'all really served it up because I, I just want to encourage y'all today, but I'm going to have to come with some correction. Because if y'all said God has called me to go further and to have something like Lady said, she's waiting for America. She is an Elizabeth. So you got somebody. We got some men in here that are Elijah looking for Elijah. But you ain't in the right standing because you have not been feeling yourself with the right stuff. How can you say out of A of what the Lord said E, but you eat it, John? See, y'all don't understand. The Lord has been calling some of y'all a fast. Bishop, I got you today. <laughs> you ain't got to say, I got you. He's been calling y'all to do this. He's been calling you to really go back to a place of understanding what to mean to be sanctified. Yes, yes, Lord. How can I set up to have someone come behind me to take ministry to it if I don't understand what it means to be sanctified? Brother Cedric, yes, sir. just look at my notes and say, am I, did that anything like that in my notes? Is any of that in my notes? Yeah. That you got to be sanctified? Oh, no, no. No, no, no. Keep telling y'all. No, sir. I don't just pray for the form of fashion on Tuesday night. That's a public prayer that you see. It's some prayers and some fasting and some sanctification states that you got to take every day. Jesus. Sometimes, and this is why I love it sometimes, people think I'm crazy. I just turn off the TV. Mm -hmm. Close the laptop, the iPad, close it all down. Just sometimes. And that's why I want the paper pen. I just wrote it down. If I could have did all technology, had it on the iPad, no, right. Because if something happens, I still need it on my foundation. Pull my mind about that backpack real quick. So you have to understand, when we sit at a place and the Lord calls us up to fast, we can put the electronics down. I should be able to pick this up. That's right. And know what's in the New Testament, what's in the Old. How many of y'all know how many books in the Old Testament? Ooh. 
Call me educator. Y'all just failed the exam. I'm not the one watching you. God is. And God saw Elijah go in that cave and question him. Why are you here? If God questions you why you're here, he knows he has destiny for you beyond this cave. If there was a place where I sent you to rest for a night, not to stay for a season, it's two different things. You got to understand what it means to follow the instructions of God. Here's the thing. While he was in that cave and the, and the earthquake came and the, the storm and the, and the fire, when other people would have responded and thinking that was God speaking to them. But he came to him in what? A whisper. What's that old song? Whisper me a prayer in the morning. Whisper me a prayer at noonday. Sometimes in a time where you have to be like Hannah, be able to say the word where no one else hears but God. I needed y'all to catch that. I needed y'all to catch Some things right now, because she said it in Sunday school, sometimes in your quiet stillness, in your own voice, where everybody ain't got to hear, because you came to yourself and realized you can whisper your repentance because you did not let it come to a public. It's power in your whisper. It's power in that whisper to hear because it does not even create a vibration. See, see, y'all so used to the shaking loud and God's been speaking to y'all in whispers. He's been speaking to that moment when you first get up and he's giving you instruction of what you need to do. But you're looking for the lot God has not spoke to me. We had a gentleman that was here when we was in the embryonic stages of the ministry. I believe y'all remember. The Lord had told him to move. He had spoke through word. He had spoke through three different prophets. He had spoke through Bishop and Lady Johnson. And he said, I need to hear from the Lord. This what this this what y'all do. The Lord has spoken. He's spoken through audible. He spoke through his words. He spoke through his prophets. He spoke through his apostles. He spoke everything to you. And y'all say, I need to hear from the Lord. The person operated in disobedience. And I'm sad to say that that person lost his job, everything, and his house. He's moving from couch to couch. When the Lord speaks, even if it feels uncomfortable, move. When Elijah recognized that God was speaking to him in the whisper, he wrapped his mantle around him. And one of my prayer y'all this morning, but I forgot it, trying to be on time. But it is well. He took the time to wrap the here and know. And when he heard the instructions, he was heard who? To go anoint. Go anoint to be king or set up everything. 
And then on his journey, as he continued forward, he came unto Elisha. If he did not do what God had ordained him to do, he, he would have messed up the order that God had designed. Because trust and believe, God's word will go forth and it will accomplish what it's sent out to do. So don't play and think it's all dependent upon you. I need y'all to catch that. It is not all dependent upon you. It's dependent upon you to be a tool and be obedient to the word of God. And being obedient, things will be, and you will be the essential piece. But if you don't do what you need to do, as it said in Isaiah, send me, Lord. I'll go. We got quiet on that. Here's another thing, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And you got to be careful when you out of line. Jesus, are you praying with me? Because when you get out of line, there's a certain spirit that raises up. And when you don't do what you need to do, they begin to come say, well, I do. Y'all don't recognize that spirit. I didn't call it by name. When you get out of line and not doing what you're required to do that God has given you the charge to do, what's that old hymn saying? I got a charge to keep it. A God to what? Okay. So your charge needs to stay in alignment with God. Because when you don't and you let something rise up in the house and gives more work unto the leaders, you got something to do. You got some repentance and getting some alignment and some cleaning of the house. Because if you allow, because you don't do what you supposed to do, allow Jezebel to rise up in a ministry, it's on you that is in leadership that needs to be be in, be corrected and get on this altar repent that she cannot take root in here. I come to tell you today, get in line. Because when you get in line, the things of legacy are set up. Trust and believe. I don't even know how many coming behind me. Because when I said you got to understand that you have a position and you have people to come behind you, if you don't need to do, he will move you out of the way and put somebody else. And they will rise up someone else on the backside of the mountain. You do not go on the backside of the mountain or in a cave for nothing. You go there for purpose because God has destiny in you. And there's not a devil in hell going to be able to stop me from doing what God says to do. He tried it so many times. If my mother was here, she could tell you he tried it at birth. Teenage years, he tried it by having bullets shot at me. In my 20s, he had car accidents and everything happened. I shouldn't be able to stand right now. I shouldn't be able to stand. Unlike y'all are blessed, with y'all spine go straighter than that, mine doesn't. But it was God that kept me. 
Because I say, no matter what, I'm going to serve you, Lord. What the doctors told me, I would not see 30, but I'm 40. I'm going to serve you, Lord. So you have to be in that place to understand, even though my emotions may attack me, but I know there's something greater out there that I have to keep doing and keep moving forward. Y'all got to understand this. If it seems hard to forgive me, Bishop, but I have to rebuke this retarded body. You do. The body of Christ was not made to be retarded. If you understand what retardation is, it means it does not have the ability to develop at the right pace. The body of Christ is not meant to be retarded. It is time for you to line up. We will not come to this place in the midst of pandemics and droughts and famine in the land and still be blessed. That's right. I see it every day working for the state. People are looking at losing jobs, losing houses. They've lost their children. They've lost all these things. But we have remained we have him remained to be fruitful in the midst of this. You have to understand these things. You have got to get up. I, I don't care how tired of your age. Get up. Get up. This is not about what people may think. You can't do no more. Get up. And people think because of, of your health conditions that you can't do. Get up. And he said, when you get up, dust yourself off. Get the dirt off that you and the dust that came upon you in every place that you stepped in that you did not belong in. He said, this is your season to get it off. You cannot go into a place of holiness and be there and have seal dust on your feet. Get it off. Ooh. Jesus. Y'all got to understand this. It's time to get up. And some of y'all don't get this. Age does not matter. Even young. You just an illustration right now. Don't be getting nervous. I felt your heart be jumping already. <laughs> when David was tending to sheep and young, they thought he couldn't do nothing but tend to sheep. But the oil was not released until Samuel saw him. So we have to understand when God says get up, he doesn't wait till you're 30, 40, 50. That's right. If he said get up at 10, get up. Oh, <laughs> 
said give instruction. I gave instruction. See, he lived with y'all. Y'all know day in and day out. So when God gives a word like that, you would know exactly what's going on. And I don't have to say nothing. Because God has already spoken. I'm getting ready to close so we can do some other things in here. We're going to came in to do it. I'm going to say this. Because this one said this is not about a laying on hands. This is about you pouring out. If you have a place in anything the Lord had released today that you know you need to get right, that you need to repent for, that you need to be in right alignment so there is set up a legacy behind you. The altar is open. To everyone that's been tired. Come to the altar. I'm telling you, he's going to strengthen you. He's going to clear your vision. He's going to open your ears. You go up to this altar. You have to come. And let God do what he says he's going to do. And if you trust God and you truly believe God. You shouldn't have to have no one call you out. You should just hear the call unto your heart and come. Y'all didn't nail it. Well, I told you just about just about you pouring out here. Yeah. Yeah,